Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, I, I broadcast here on, on Facebook Live, and I, I also have a podcast called Money Tips, which goes out on iTunes and Stitcher and is also available on my website, which is moneytipsdaily.com. Now, for those who might not be aware, I'm the author of the book Money, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, which is on Amazon. And in there, I go through money mindset things about uh, how to you know, think about money, how to, to handle money, how to save money, how to invest money and make the most of your money and be happy with, with, your, with your money. And my, my personal background is that um, I, I wasn't born into money by any means, but I, I've made money by working hard, by investing in property and doing, doing other types of investments. And, uh, but also I've had a business. I've run a business with many staff before. And I've I've even been a counsellor, where not not a counsellor like when you go for counselling, but a counsellor as in an elected counsellor, and was even deputy mayor for for a term in, in or mayor, not deputy mayor, deputy mayor and mayor in in my uh, local area. So I've had quite a, a wide range of experience, and and over the years I've known many people with money, uh, many people who haven't got money, and you, you think. You know, there's a difference there in, in the way these people are going about their lives. And in terms of property, uh, I've always found it's been a, a good investment for, for me. And yeah, you don't always make money every time, but over the, the long term, and this is the key, the long term, it, it has made money for me. And that's why I'm still looking at property, but looking at also ways of investing with, without necessarily using your own money. And if you're interested in that, then then do contact me. Now today in London we had the Queen's speech. Uh, there was there was a lot of what happens with the Queen's speech in Parliament is that it's supposed to be every year, but they haven't had one for two years now. And you're in that Queen's speech, the Queen lays out what the government will be doing in the the next term of Parliament, and they say, right, in in my government we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do that, and and so on. And then that is the legislation that is then hopefully enacted and brought forward in that year. So they're planning to give more money to the NHS, do this and do that. You know, I don't know how much of this will actually get through because obviously the government hasn't got a majority at the moment and we've got Brexit looming and there's probably going to be another general election soon. So if there's a general election, anything could happen. It could be a hung parliament, it could be a coalition government. If it's the same government, they'll probably continue with that with that uh, Queen's speech and those plans, but we don't know what's going to happen at the moment. And obviously we've still got Brexit hanging over us. And that's what I wanted to talk about today was the Brexit effect on property. So if you're an investor, should you wait for Brexit to happen or should you hold back and, and, uh, you know, 
you know, just not do anything until Brexit happens because you're worried that after Brexit, uh, prices could fall, the pound could drop again, uh, or, or should you just carry on and invest? Now, a lot of investors have been kind of holding back. There's been some properties been on the market for quite a while. And, you know, perhaps people are not so keen to rush in and buy. Uh, although first-time buyers and, and other residential buyers have, in many cases, have just decided, well, they've got to do something. They just they can't wait forever to move. Brexit's been going on for about three years now. And it, no doubt, it, there's no doubt it did slow the market down. Uh, but, you know, it, it can't go on like that forever. So sometimes people need to move house or or sell and buy or buy the first house. So they have been doing that. And lots of people have been buying houses. Lots of new houses have been built. Record numbers of new houses were built in the last year. I think 170,000 or some, somewhere around new houses built. A lot of those would be sold with help to buy schemes. So not everybody's holding back, but there are a lot of investors who are thinking, what should I do? And, you know, after Brexit, there could be a correction. Prices of property, you know, for the last thousand years have been going up, right? Not, but it doesn't go up in a straight line. It might go up and jump up suddenly and then go down a little bit, then then go up again, or there might be flatlining for a few years. And And also, it depends on what part of the country you're in. Prices at the moment are barely moving, but in some parts of the country, like Wales, they're going up by four or five percent. In some parts of the country, like the Northeast, they've been going down. In London, they've been going down. Um, however, uh, in the long term, they generally go up over the years. I mean, if, if you think about, you know, you talk to your parents or your grandparents, think what they paid for a house in in the nineteen seventies. You know, they probably paid three thousand, four thousand, five thousand pounds for a house. You know, which is now worth a quarter of a million. Um, so. You know, you, you've got to look at the long term with, with property. This is certainly not a time for uh, thinking that you can go in and buy a property and flip it, you know, go and do it up and quickly flip it. Maybe maybe you can, but you've got to get you've got to be really sure of getting a really good deal to, to be able to do that. Um, so just just be careful of that. But yeah, there, there could be a correction because prices have been going up steadily for a number of years. Uh, economically, there could be a correction, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to crash for years and years and years. Um, so, you know, if if you're worried about that, then then wait. But on, on the other hand, if it's a long-term investment you're looking for and, you know, you buy, you're buying to let, then if you get the right deal now, you get a good price for it and, you know, you've, you've got tenants in there and it's got a good yield, it's given you a good return on your money, then you know, eventually that property may go down, it may, but eventually it will go up in price. And in any case, you're getting income from the asset. And, you know, many people invest like that. They invest in parts of the country which give them a good yield, but the, the asset value is not necessarily shooting up like it is in or has been in London. You know, in London, sometimes you could buy a property this year and it's going to go up 20% next year. Well, that's not happening at the moment, but some people are investing for income purposes where you know, they're putting their money into a property, they're getting it at a good rate, they may maybe getting an 8 9 10% yield on their money, and they're happy to sit on that for, 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 for years uh, because they're getting a very good income on, the, on on for their money compared to being in the bank where they might be getting quarter or half a percent. So think about things in the long term when you're looking at property. And remember that even if free movement, this was, was announced in the Queen's speech that free movement would end when we come out of Brexit, uh, even that, if that ends, the property market was never dependent just on immigration. It, it was also dependent on the, the local market. The fact that 
people are living longer uh, you know couples uh, are split up and they need often need two units instead of one um, you know people uh, more people have been born than dying so the population is, is increasing anyway and you know generally things have become more prosperous so people will always need somewhere to live and they're not building enough houses they keep saying they need to build 250 or 200,000 houses every year that's barely happening and you know a few years ago they were saying they'd need seven cities seven new cities but that's kind of been shelved now now they're they're, they're building some more smaller garden villages garden towns that sort of thing smaller places but really what they need to solve the housing crisis is probably another five or six Milton Keynes type cities in in the southeast of England and that that would solve the problem but that that's not going to happen councils are not building enough uh, council houses uh, that we just don't see that happening in my area that they, they, they barely built a handful of houses in the last year uh, there are plans to build more in the future but that's not going to happen for quite a while and that, that in terms of, of council housing and, and real social housing some boroughs are building social housing the councils and local authorities can borrow money at extremely low rates but those rates have just been put up they've nearly doubled okay there's still less than two percent but you know it's quite a big difference in the budget if they were budgeting to build houses and suddenly the the borrowing rate goes up that can make quite a big difference but anyway that's the, that's their problem i still think they could build more social housing so until then i think there will still be a demand maybe not a racing demand like you know if, if you've got a massive immigration coming in and suddenly everyone needs houses quickly and you can get places let very easily any type of places maybe it's going to be a little bit harder uh, but i still think in the long term that, that there is still a, a, a good demand for, for property provided you follow the rules you buy right and you get yourself educated and this is the the the, the key this is where the amateur uh, landlord or the uh, sometimes the, the landlord who becomes an accidental landlord through inheritance can often get into problems because they, they just don't know what they're doing like it's like going out and saying well i'll invest in the stock market well, let's see what share to buy buy that and just you know try and sell it next year you couldn't do that you need some education so if you if you think you'd like to become a property investor or you think you'd like to dabble in it then get some get some education contact me at charles at charleskelly.net or or contact me on uh, facebook messenger or on the facebook group and and you know some of the courses we can get you on our free taster courses where you can get quite a good idea of what what you need to do without even spending any money it just just requires a bit of your time so i've got some free taster courses coming up the end of this month and november so so let me know and we'll try and get you on those courses so that you can learn about this properly and and then you know you can make money in property people are making money in property all the time I've known people who've only just started two or three years ago and they're making loads and loads of money and often without even using their own money. There's dozens of ways you can utilize no money down property investment secrets to your advantage so that you can make money using other people's money or using other strategies which don't even involve you putting down any money. Believe me, these there are many strategies out there where you can get rich as a property investor, not overnight, but in time, you can build a sizable fortune. You can build a, a good nest egg, nest egg for yourself. But it's not a get-rich-quick scheme, but it is a get-rich-long scheme. Um, and, and you've got to look at this because 
Uh, many people are not in pension schemes. They've got no adequate prevention for pensions. So this is one way of providing for your pension. But get it, get educated and do it right. So thanks very much for listening. And uh, I, I, I hope that this has been interesting. And uh, I, I want you to contact me, charles at charleskelly.net or on the Facebook Messenger group if, you, if, you, if you're in, interested in some of these free taster courses on investing in property. Thanks very much and bye for now. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook Live. Hello to everyone there on Facebook Live and thanks for listening to my podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 